This Week in Agriculture, a production of the Red River Farm Network. With a look at markets, I'm Randy Conan. U.S. Commodities President Don Rose says it was a risk-off trading week. Really, the corn just let the air out of the balloon here. Um, you know, from the top that we had on uh, Friday, 6.11 on D's corn, you drop a uh, dollar four from top to bottom in just uh, six trading days. So, you know, that's a that's a significant. Um, you know the soy. You know, so I think it was a risk-off uh, trade. Probably as simple as rain moving through some of the uh, big states here. U.S. production pretty pretty much a tale of two areas this season. While the Northern Plains struggling with drought, S&W trading market analyst Andy Schisler says parts of the eastern Corn Belt are having one of their best crops ever. In central Illinois, other than where they got like that 11 inches of rain, probably looking at 280 bushel corn. Some people have been really lucky. In northern Illinois, we've been really dry. But we kind of got bailed out here this last week by like central Illinois, like the one area of the country that's really, really, really good. Clayton Pope Commodities President Clayton Pope said there are a lot of conflicting market opinions tugging at this grain market right now. Our take on it is that, uh, you know, with the recent rains received in the northwest area, you know, your home country there, you know, it's definitely not a drought buster, but it's uh, it maybe walked it off the cliff just a little bit here and uh, possibly and arguably avoiding a total disaster for some of these areas there. And I think as such, um, and then with the other two-thirds of the growing area in the U.S. Uh, looking like a pretty doggone excellent conditions for their uh, pollination period, uh, I think it's really kind of commanding a risk premium come out of this these corn market. The U.S. exported a record amount of soybeans during the first quarter. The value of those exports were the second highest on record. USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service reports soybean sales totaling $7.7 billion. USDA analysts said uh, the U.S. was able to take advantage of Brazil's delayed crop and build exports with China. The Foreign Ag Service report said soybean export values were expected to remain strong through the remainder of the year. Global Commodity Analytics and Consulting President Mike Zuzlo said the grain markets also appear to be hunkering down because of rainfall and Monday's USDA supply demand report. Rainfall and report, and so the two R's are really in the forefront of everybody's minds. The corn would probably be down more, in fact, Randy, if you ask me, because the trade seems to have built up more of a negative attitude as the weeks progressed about the corn market, whether it's the supply side and the weather, or whether it's about the total demand side here in the United States. I've heard more and more about that and less and less about the Brazilian crop, and I'm wondering whether the CONAB numbers coming in above 90 million tons maybe didn't change some of the rhetoric and, and forced the market into a real technical uh, kind of tough spot with some of the key weekly and monthly charts uh, getting violated here as we close out the week. On the week, Minneapolis spring wheat, uh, September was down 24 and a half cents. Chicago was down 37 and three quarters. In Kansas City, September it was down 25 and a quarter. While September corn was down 62 and a half cents for the week, December corn down 62 and three quarters. August soybeans lost 54 cents this week. November soybeans were down 69 and three quarter cents. That's a look at markets this week in agriculture. I'm Randy Conan. This is a wake up call.
for you and your field's microbiome from Source by Sound Agriculture. Source is a revolutionary chemistry approach that doesn't rely on bulky nutrients or finicky biologicals to wake up your soil and unlock more corn from less than an ounce of application per acre. It's like caffeine for microbes. Source works with the soil you've already got and the equipment you already use. So if you're a grower, go to sound.ag and learn more. And if you're a microbe, time to rise and shine. The Red River Farm Network is celebrating 25 years of reporting agriculture's business. Reporting from Long Beach, California for the Red River Farm Network, I'm Randy Conan. Reporting agriculture's business from Washington, D.C., I'm Kara Hart for the Red River Farm Network. Reporting from Kabul, Don Wick on the Red River Farm Network. From the Cattle Industry Convention in San Antonio, Texas, I'm Megan Overby on the Red River Farm Network. When news happens that's important to your farm and your bottom line, the first choice is the Red River Farm Network. With a look at news this week in agriculture, I'm Megan Overby on the Red River Farm Network. USDA has announced farmers and ranchers with crop insurance nationwide can hay, graze, or chop cover crops at any time and still receive 100% of the prevented planting payment. Previously, cover crops couldn't be used for hay or silage until November 1st nationwide. Risk Management Agency Acting Administrator Richard Flournoy told the Red River Farm Network this decision has been a work in progress. The last several years, you know, we've had significant um, preventive planning in the in the program. So we did we did offer some flexibility on the date of um, the last two years. And so really it's kind of been under um, discussion um, and consideration the last several years. Senators Hoven, Kramer, and Thune praised this decision, saying a one-size-fits-all approach does not work for northern states. Farmers should contact their crop insurance agent for more information. The Boots on the Ground Tour is back this year. Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Don Wick and Advanced Trading Risk Management Advisor Tommy Grisafi of Mayville, North Dakota are touring drought-stricken areas of North Dakota. We go to Don Wick with this report from the tour. Everyone is feeling the impact of this historic drought, but North Dakota Agriculture Commissioner Doug Goring says livestock producers may have the toughest situation the availability of grass and hay is just not enough to sustain North Dakota's cattle herd. Goring is seeking the release of CRP ground for haying, but so far USDA has been tight-lipped. I did ask that we would get notified as soon as possible because producers have to get equipment ready. they got to make arrangements to even find some CRP that might be fit enough to actually harvest or hay, and then, uh, then they have to make arrangements to move that stuff there. So. I asked for a July 15th opening. I mean, it'd be nice if I found out today. We could notify the public, let the industry know they could start making plans. But um, I anticipate good news. I'm just not sure what the date's going to be and when we're going to find out. From Minot to Bismarck, our Boots on the Ground tour found a soybean crop under stress, but could make it if it rains. The small grains, not so much. The crop is short and the stands are sparse. I'm Don Wick on the road on the Red River Farm Network. In addition, Red River Farm Network farm broadcaster Kara Hart is in Sioux Falls, South Dakota this week for the 2021 Governor's Egg Summit. We turn to Kara Hart with more. 
The latest U.S. drought monitor shows an increase in the moderate to extreme drought conditions in South Dakota from the previous week. South Dakota's Lieutenant Governor Larry Roden says most of the state got rain in the last few days, but that rain has little impact on the dry conditions. There's going to be a hay shortage, and uh, we've seen that in the past, especially west of the river. But what we haven't seen as often is how widespread the drought is and the hay shortage. So it's going to, when it comes to a commodity like hay, you have so much cost in shipping. So that's going to be a major problem for our producers that want to try and hang on to this cattle. The, the price of that hay is going to be so prohibitive. I don't know how, how we play that all plays out. Reporting agriculture's business from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, I'm Kara Hart for the Red River Farm Network. And that's been a look at news this week in agriculture. As always, visit rrfn.com for the latest stories. Reporting, I'm Megan Overby. First tattoo, huh? Yep, I wanted to read, tough on aphids, easy on bees. What's the story behind that? Well, on my farm, I use this powerful stuff from BASF called Safina Inscalis Insecticide. Sorry, it's going to sting. So, Safina insecticide? It's strong on aphids and quickly limits plant damage, but gentle on bees. Gentle on bees? Yeah, they're the bees' knees. Be strong and gentle with Safina insecticide. Ooh, always read and follow label directions. Serving farmers from Foston, Monoman, Ada, Crookston, and Thief River Falls to Jamestown, Langdon, Devil's Lake, Castleton, Mayville, and Grafton. This is the Red River Farm Network. Agriculture is big business, and we cover it that way with markets, market analysis, crop progress reports, USDA reports, farm policy, and trade issues. If it affects your bottom line, you'll hear about it on the Red River Farm Network. Go online or on your smartphone to rrfn.com. You can click on news, podcasts, radio stations, and more. With a look at weather this week in agriculture, I'm Randy Conan. Hot, dry weather will continue to be the theme for the month of July. World Weather Incorporated Senior Ag Meteorologist Drew Lerner says periodic rains will happen, but it will not break the drought cycle. It's going to be very hard to get enough precipitation in there to reverse uh, the dryness that's deep into the ground. And so we are kind of stuck in a, in a bit of a mode here, and I don't think we're going to see a lot of relief. Northern Plains needs a general soaking of rain, but Nutrient Ag Solutions Principal Atmospheric Scientist Eric Snodgrass says widespread rains are not common this time of year. Yeah, and unfortunately this time of year it all comes down in thunderstorms, so sometimes those thunderstorms can come through and really pack a punch. But uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, a week ahead, I think, is going to be one where we're going to be watching the radar pretty closely to see where these thunderstorm cells set up. Uh, throughout the day on that heat. So uh, there's a chance the atmosphere is going to pop, and it could be some really well-timed rain for some of the crop. That, But, uh, you know, most of the area really needs uh, just a good soaking, a few good soakings between now and the end of July. And nearly 25% of the United States is dealing with extreme or exceptional drought. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says that is having a significant impact on crop production. Right at the top of the list is spring wheat. We see a remarkable 93% of the U.S. spring wheat production area in drought, up from 79% at the beginning of June. Also seeing a very high number for Durham wheat, 92% in drought. That number's been elevated for several weeks now. 88% was the number as we started June. Corn production area in drought, 38%. That's up from 24% at the beginning of June. Soybean production area in drought for the U.S., 33%. That's up 10 percentage points. 
The latest U.S. drought monitor shows all of North Dakota in some level of drought. Nearly 12% is in exceptional drought, with that area being in the central portion of the state. 40% of the state is experiencing moderate, severe, or extreme drought conditions an increase of 6% from the previous week. Severe and extreme drought conditions increase 5% in South Dakota. That encompasses 18% of the state. Those areas are in the north central and northeastern part of the state. 99% of South Dakota is experiencing some form of dryness. Drought conditions in Minnesota also expanded with 92% of Minnesota at the D1 level or higher. Areas in moderate, severe, or extreme drought increased nearly 29% over the past week. That dryness mainly focused on the western side of Minnesota. According to Central Ag Consulting economist Ben Genero, the hot and dry conditions have already left a mark on the small grains crop. However, there is some potential yet for the row crops if they can catch some timely rains. If we can catch a rain, I, I won't be worried about anything aborting flowers or early pod sets. On some really light ground, I've seen some pretty bad drought stress already, and that's kind of an indicator that you know we're probably 10 days away from it starting to show up in uh, in other fields. Those early rains, where a tenth of an inch right now makes a difference, we still have a lot of hope and potential for the soybeans, the corn, and you know definitely sugar beets and sunflowers. Corn Belt Marketing Market Analyst Sam Hudson says traders are expecting rains moving through the Midwest to stabilize the crops, even though the soybean crop seems to be behind its regular growth pattern. Hudson's not expecting much, though, from the spring wheat crop. The only difference maker you're going to have in this one is if, if there was uh, you know someone that just happened to catch a string along shower somewhere along the way there, and then they get this to, to really help them along. But by and large, you know, it's pretty well known about what that crop's going to be, and I think there's some places they're going to be lucky to graze it, if that. And that's a look at weather this week in agriculture. I'm Randy Conan. For a farmer, every day is different, and every season tells its own story. Make this the year you do it your way. Coron Metra is a foliar fertilizer that lets you decide when the time is right for nutrition. Metra gives you flexibility. It gives your tank efficiency. And Metra gives your crop more than just nitrogen. Coron Metra, the next evolution in crop nutrition. Always read and follow label instructions and check registration before use. World Weather Incorporated Senior Meteorologist Drew Lerner is your trusted source for agricultural weather. From the Northern Plains, we will see a little pocket of additional cooling taking place in the northeast corner of North Dakota and northwestern Minnesota. To South America, it looks like Argentina will be dry for a few more days, and Brazil will see scattered showers and thunderstorms benefiting many crop areas. Drew Lerner, only on the Red River Farm Network. We're reporting agriculture's business.